Jackson Robinson. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. To get you ready for BYU versus Georgia State, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars welcome the Georgia State Panthers to the Marriott Center. The 18th-ranked Cougars improved to 9-1 with Wednesday night's pounding of Denver, 90-74 at the Marriott Center. It was a career night for several players. Jackson Robinson, let's go ahead and start there. He continues his mastery of the collegiate game, scoring a career-high 28 points, which included hitting eight threes. He was absolutely on fire once again. Noel Waterman bounced back from the Utah game with his first career double-double as a Cougar. The New York State native finished with 20 points and a career-high 14 boards. We can't leave out Spencer Johnson, who also finished with a double-double of 11 and 10. The Cougars did what they've done all season to teams at the Marriott Center. They shot the ball well, kept the turnovers relatively low, and blew out the opponent. And they'll try to keep that winning formula going tonight against Georgia State. The Panthers are 4-5 and five on the season, but they've dropped three out of their last four games. Now, BYU and Georgia State have only met once before. That was a Cougar home victory back in 2012. Lucas Taylor is one of four Panthers to score in double figures. He's averaging a team-high 14 points per game. Tonary Lane ranks second on the team in scoring with 12. Jaden Turner is the leading rebounder for the Panthers. He is averaging eight boards per game. It goes without saying that Georgia State doesn't head west very often. In fact, the last time they played a game west of the central time zone was the NCAA tournament in 2022 when they lost to Gonzaga in Portland. The last regular season game that the Panthers played out west was actually in 2014. That was a 2014 loss against Colorado State in Fort Collins. So this is not a trip that this program typically takes. And the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about a team that's certainly not used to, I mean, they're in the east and traveling two time zones out west at elevation, I, I would imagine the, the fourth quarter, their lungs are going to be burning with as much running as they're going to do here at, uh, at altitude. Townsend Triple is the subject of tonight's pregame player interview. Townsend has appeared in nine of BYU's ten games, averaging just three minutes per appearance. And if you aren't familiar with Townsend, look for the guy on the BYU bench with the awesome mustache. In fact, that that is where we started our interview, and I asked Townsend how long he's been, he's had the stash and how long he intends to keep it. Yeah, so I got back from my mission beginning of the summer and just kind of started growing it. Showed back up and started working out. Guys, you know, liked it. They thought it was funny. Um, and then I shaved it, actually, right before we went on our international trip to Italy. And everyone kind of lost their minds. And so <laughs> I think after then, um, uh, I grew it back out through the two weeks. We were kind of overseas, and it's been here ever since. So it's going to stay probably all season long, and then we might – review it after the season but but yeah it's here to stay for now okay do you like it i do enjoy it um i i personally think it looks nice but i know everyone has their own opinions <laughs> okay all right so away from the facial hair conversation let's talk about your journey to byu you mentioned coming back from your mission you redshirted the year before your mission so let's talk about 
how BYU uh, came to be, why BYU is the place for you, and then kind of your journey to now. Yeah, so um, senior year, um, I played in a game against Wasatch Academy, and Coach Pope happened to be there. And uh, after that game, I had a, a, a great game against some of the guys who were already committed here to BYU, and so it kind of put me on the radar for, I guess, the coaching staff here at BYU. Um, and then I was actually planning on going on my mission right out of high school, but because of COVID, I deferred. Mm-hmm. And uh, I reached out to the coaches that had shown interest and said, okay, like I'm going to be here two years earlier than everyone was expecting. Does anybody have, you know, an opening? And BYU was one of those schools that said, hey, you can come as a preferred walk-on. We don't have, like, any scholarship spots, but you can come here and, and be a part of the program. And so that's what I did. Um, and like you mentioned, yeah, I redshirted mainly because I had shoulder surgery. Um, I tore my labrum over the summer, and so I had surgery. I was out for the season. Um, but because of COVID, it was, it was nice because it was a free year. So I didn't miss out too much. Um, it was good to kind of just, like, wet my feet with, with the program. And then I went on my mission and kind of had my foot in the door. So when I came back, I had this opportunity to come back and play here at BYU. Because a lot of missionaries were in the same situation where you had you were in a couple of different places. Where, where did you end up serving? Yeah, so I was reassigned to the Scottsdale, Arizona mission. I served uh, there. So I served a little bit in Phoenix and uh, in Snowflake and St. John's, some small little pioneer towns up in the mountains. And then I finally got to go to my original call, which was... Uh, Cordoba, Argentina. How has your mission affected you? And I don't mean from a basketball standpoint. How has it affected you now coming back and, and getting back into quote unquote normal life? I yeah, it's it's been interesting because I'd say my first year of college wasn't normal, um, especially with COVID. You couldn't do a lot of the things that normal people do. And then part of my mission was kind of the same deal. It was it wasn't a normal mission. Um, and then learning kind of how to be a missionary, how to um, do things the missionaries do and put yourself out there in uncomfortable situations. Um, I think coming back from the mission now has helped me with um, being a little bit more social and being a little bit more bold in what I'm trying to do um, and not being afraid of kind of reaching out and talking to people and uh, and then also just helping me with with understanding the responsibilities of being you know an adult living on my own and uh, and trying to figure that out and you've come back the team has done an unbelievable job to start the season obviously just the one loss from your perspective and being part of this what's what's gone into this really fantastic start I think our chemistry is amazing. Um, I got here again beginning of summer and uh, I was was trying to get to know some of the guys and um, then we go on this international trip and I think that was a time where we really bonded and really grew together and there's not a selfish guy on the team. Everyone's looking to to make the extra pass, to help the extra guy. You have Jackson Robinson coming off the bench and he is just lighting it up out there. He's, he's playing amazing. And everybody wants him to do that. Noah Waterman, same thing. Spencer Johnson. I could go down the list of every single guy that they step up when they're needed. And we need everybody on the team to do that. And they have. And so it's amazing. The chemistry we have, the, the ability to just be unselfish. And it's amazing. You talked a minute ago about your journey to BYU. Did you grow up a BYU fan? Did you, did you want to come to BYU? Was that kind of the dream school for you? Yeah, so actually I grew up on the East Coast. My dad was military, so I had very little exposure to BYU. My mom came here, so I kind of knew that. Um, But then right before high school, I moved out to Idaho, Mm -hmm. and that's where it was kind of like, all right, you have to pick between the three big schools, Utah State, University of Utah, or BYU. And I knew I wasn't going to be a Utes fan. Uh, My grandparents, they went to Utah State, and so it was kind of like on the edge of Utah State and and BYU, but it came down to I I love BYU, and then 
when the opportunity arose to play basketball here, he was like, that's awesome. I knew I wanted to play basketball at the next level. And so when BYU reached out, I was like, there you go. That's amazing. So let's talk about your game specifically. There are obviously, and you've, this is not the first time you've dealt with this, with the last name of Triple, there are certain expectations as a basketball player on, on what your game is. But f- for those that may not know a whole lot about your game, how would you describe yourself? I would say I'm a, a swing four, um, so I can play down low. Um, I like playing with my face to the hoop, so not my back to the basket. Um, I do try to shoot some threes when I get in there, um, so stay true to the name. Um, I would say I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, a, a, a small forward, power forward, not a classic center. I'm not the biggest guy, um, but I do enjoy shooting the, the three, and, uh, and when I can, trying to dunk it, so, yeah. When you get your opportunities to be on the floor, is it a situation of you just got to be prepared and be ready because you never know when your number's going to be called? Yeah, it is, um, especially with, you know, injuries and, and certain rotations and, and fatigue, which is real. Um, you just got to be ready at all times. I've been called in to go in in the first half where I'm normally a second half and a second half kind of guy. Um, and so it's kind of just staying on your toes, being ready, staying warm, because getting in there after, you know, 35 40 minutes of sitting down, it's, it's, you're called on and you're expected to go. So, All right, let's wrap it up with just a, a question about the opponent, Georgia State. What's the scouting report on them, and, and what are you guys focusing on in this matchup specifically? Yeah, so a lot of their guards are really good in multiple aspects. They're really good at driving the ball and getting downhill. So we're focusing on that and staying in front of them defensively. Um, they also sprinkle in there a few good shooters, and so making sure that we're on there, we're there on the catch, and, and we're forcing them to drive, um, and then making sure we have help side, and this is going to be a really tough team to guard. They have a couple of good and physical bigs, um, and so it's just everyone's got to do their responsibilities on rebounding, on staying in front of your guy, on help side, whatever it might be. But I think this will be a good defensive challenge for us. Offensively, I think we should be able to do kind of what we want to and staying true to ourselves and passing the ball. It's, it's really hard to stop. It's a fun time to be a BYU basketball player right now, isn't it? 100%. Love it. Townsend, thank you so much and good luck. Appreciate it. Right, that was Townsend Triple. So when you see him on the bench or if he gets into the game and you see that mustache, you'll know the uh, the backstory with the mustache and Townsend Triple. I wonder if Mark Durant has ever had a mustache. I'm going to assume at some point in his life he has had a mustache. Maybe we'll get him to answer that question when we come back because he's going to join us next from the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, and he'll join us next as Cougar Pregame Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's a cat fight tonight. Cougars versus Panthers at the Marriott Center. BYU hosting Georgia State from the Marriott Center. And that's where we will head now. It's time to join Mark Durant. You'll hear him on the call with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, tonight. And he joins us during Cougar Pregame Live each and every game. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Jason, my friend, I'm doing great. I spent the day out on the golf course, if you can believe it, mid-December, and it was a beautiful day, a lot of fun, and now I get to come to a basketball game. I live what you would call a charmed life. And while you were out on the golf course, you were listening to the uh, the radio call of the BYU women's basketball game, am I correct? Of course, and another Jason Shepard special on the radio call because you all get all the exciting games, and then they pull it out somehow at the end. Great job from the ladies. That that would have been a tough loss. It just goes to show you. I mean, never give BYU's up. Right? Had a lot of, 
<laughs> never give up and, and always be ready for whoever comes into this building, whether it's Idaho State or Georgia State or whoever, and you just can't assume you're going to win those games. Yeah. You, it's always a fight, and that, that's what BYU, they've had a lot of success this year against teams like Georgia State, but uh, you, you better be ready to go because teams, teams want to beat you, and, and, and they'll give, give it everything they got, but the congrats to the ladies for fighting back. All right, let's get this out of the way. I mentioned this before the break. In talking with Townsend Triple, we were talking about his mustache. Have you ever have you ever had a mustache? I assume at some point you've had a mustache. Have you ever been mustache guy? Well, a lot of people mistake me for Tom Selleck, you know, because of my rugged good looks. Um, I've never just had a mustache that I can recall unless I was just messing around. I, you know, once I went bald and shaved the head, the gravity, the, the hair came down onto my face. So I've never been – I have – technically I have a mustache, but it's always accompanied with a little bit of a beard. I, I don't know if I can pull off the Townsend Triple mustache on its own. That That's – that's a little t- too much for me. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move past the facial hair, and let's talk about a guy who is so much fun to watch. And quite frankly, we could have our entire conversation centered around Jackson Robinson. But I, what I what I want to ask you, we, we know what he's done and how important he has been to this team, and the fact that he's leading the team in scoring and doing everything he's doing off the bench and has taken on that sort of that, that team player type mentality and, and is being rewarded for it. The thing I want to hit on is this week you've had multiple publications in terms of like NBA prospects talk about Jackson Robinson and doing deep dives on Jackson Robinson. When Jonathan Gavoni from ESPN.com or NBADraft.net is starting to zero in on you and they're putting, that's a big, big deal. What type of situation do you believe Jackson Robinson has put himself in if this type of season continues for him? Well, when you win, good things happen. People want to watch you play. People are interested in you. Uh, it, it gives you a bigger stage. That's why it's always important to play well in the NCAA tournament. And, and you see guys really elevate their stock in, in the pros by their performance in the NCAA tournament. But Jackson is, is deserving of everything he's getting. I, I think it takes a special kind of leader to accept that role, no, knowing how good he is and how many points he can score and all that, to, to come off the bench. And I think that sets an example for this entire team that it's not about one guy. We're all in this together. I'll, you know, I'm going to fill this role. I'm going to do it as best as I can. And if Jackson Robinson's not complaining about it, who, who else can <laughs> complain? No one can. I mean, he he, he kind of sets the tone for this team. And and uh, he, as we've talked about before, I mean, he'll, he'll get his minutes because he's that good. He's that important on the floor. And, and the thing is, you just can't, you know, forget what got you here. What got him here was his unselfishness and, and all those good things. And so I don't think any of all this notoriety will go to, to his head at all. I think he's not that kind of guy. But uh, when – and, he, and it, he doesn't have to score 30, 35 a night. People see how good he is in the context of this unselfish team, and and they still love him. I mean, why not? And he's able to do all the things that he needs to do within the context of what BYU is trying to accomplish. And he's just so effortless in everything he does. He reminds me a lot of watching my brother Devin play. They're different types of players, um, but they just have a, a, an effortlessness about them and a calmness, and, and, and they just are, are killers too. I mean, they're just killers. Yeah. And I, I just love watching Jackson Robinson play. With as well as BYU is playing, what's something that you feel can still get better? What, what's an area where there is still improvement to be made, do you think? 
Well, that's a hard one because all the numbers are, are, are pretty, I know. pretty darn good. Um, I mean, you'd have to kind of go to the Utah game to kind of see some weaknesses and, and, and may th- those kind of things may rear their ugly head against Big 12 opponents on the road especially. And one is trying to force things a little too much on your own. Uh, this team should be about assists. And in that game, they were about one-on-one stuff. And, and in those types of pressure, high-pressure meaningful games you tend to stop doing what you know works and and try and rely too much on yourself so that that kind of was was a problem uh for byu but you know i and obviously uh the shooting wasn't good in that game but you're going to have those games i guess the point is you just want to make sure that you continue to get better doing the things you're doing I, i don't see any weaknesses or any deficiencies but that's not to say they can't be better at the things that they're doing well and just continue to get better because, as we all know, the competition will get better. And uh, so in order to compete against that high level, you need to be playing at your best, healthy. I'm excited to see. I saw Marcus and uh, Dawson warming yep. up. I'm excited to see them. I wouldn't expect to see a lot of them tonight, but it'll be great to see them on the floor. I, I think we'll see them uh, and, and get Foose back and, and just continue to get better at these good things you're doing. And it might be – it could be really special. This team is, is super fun. Yeah, I mean, Greg talked with, with Coach Pope, and you'll hear the interview in its entirety in about 15 minutes. But, you know, it, it does sound like Dawson Baker's probably going to make his BYU debut tonight, and we'll see about, about Marcus Adams. Um, you mentioned, obviously, at the beginning of the interview that you, you can't take any team lightly. And I mentioned in the first segment, this is this is not a trip that Georgia State typically makes. They are not out west very often at all. But you can't over you can't underestimate any team, even though you're you're picked to win by like 25. What has stood out to you when you've looked at this Georgia State Panthers team? Well, it's a good program. It's the winningest team in Georgia for the last you know 10, 20 years, and and that includes Georgia um, and. It's a team that's been to the NCAA tournament four times in the last 10 years. Um, they've beaten some big-name teams over, the, over that time. So uh, I, I think it, it's a good, a good team shoot free throws well. They have a couple really talented guards. You know, they've scored in the upper 20s a couple games. And, and, and so, once again, we talk about th- this is a big deal for them. They're coming out here. This is a really neat uh, environment. Uh, they know BYU is a ranked team. We see it all over college basketball where teams um, get beat by teams like Georgia State tonight. I mean, this it happens all the time because uh, Georgia State is, if you're a college basketball team, you have good players. And and then you put that incentive for them to get a big win, and, and then everyone's talking about them. And, it, you know, they get all the attention. I mean, it's a big deal. And so you better be ready to match that energy and excitement in, in every game you play. Mark, great stuff as always. Excited for this one tonight. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. All right, my friend. We'll see you. There we go. That is the great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at 150 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break. There's a lot of stuff going on. We'll try and get you as many scores as we can before we send you to the Marriott Center after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar pregame live, here's Jason Shepard. All right, we've only got about a minute, so we'll try and get to as much as we can. Earlier today, BYU women's basketball rallied to win in overtime over Idaho State, 79-76. Cougars down by 13 in the fourth quarter. They would go to overtime and win by three, 79-76. They're now 9-2 
on the season. Other local action, quite a few early games are already finals. Uh, Utah State gets the win at home over San Francisco, 54 to 53. Utah Valley at Utah, the Utes defeating the Wolverines, 76 to 62. Southern Utah at Northern Arizona, NAU getting the victory by 276-74. And then coming up at 7 o'clock, Weber State at Wyoming, North Dakota at Utah Tech. And that's all the time we got. Time to get you over to the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant will take you the rest of the way as the Cougars host Georgia State on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight the 18th-ranked BYU Cougars play game two of their five-game homestand, looking for a win, win number 10 on the season. 9-1 and one Cougars home to the 4-5 and five Georgia State Panthers in a Saturday night cat fight. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel. With me, the former Cougar hoopster, Mark Durant. Mark, BYU's now in the dog days of December. Finals are underway. Christmas around the corner. The opponents are not the biggest names in the game. Challenge is now focus because BYU's playing not only for wins but to play well in the process and keep the metrics in a good place. Style points actually do matter these days. Well, you know I'm all about style, Greg. I mean, that's number one. If you want to play good, you've got to look good. But the, the thing I like about this, BYU, you talk about style points and metrics and things. To me, it represents really a lot of substantive things that they're doing. I mean, the, the rebounding numbers, the bench numbers, the three-point shooting numbers. I mean, these these are things that are going to win you basketball games. So I really like the fact that BYU's not just winning. They're doing it in a dominant fashion. And, and it really kind of opens people, people's eyes to how good BYU is. I was a little disappointed in that last game because they were up around the 30 points. Uh, I thought that would be a, a nice, impressive win. They got, got to sneak down to, what, 16 uh, but, yeah, it's not just about winning uh, right now for BYU. It'll just be about winning in January and February. But right now, it's not just about winning. It's about winning in a dominant fashion to reinforce the idea that, yes, BYU is really good. The kind of fashion that has BYU sitting fifth in the Ken Palm ratings starting the night tonight. Coming up next, my pregame chat with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Here's Greg Rubel. BYU and Georgia State coming up in a 7:01 Mountain Time tip. Second all-time meeting between these two teams. The only other get-together came 11 years ago. BYU won that one 80-62 here at the Marriott Center. Panthers playing their seventh road game in their first 10 games of the season. BYU, meantime, on a seven-game home win streak as they continue their five-game home stand. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you. Tonight, Coach Pope talks about taking on a Georgia State team with balanced scoring, good free throw number, and most notably for BYU, a top 25 ranking in three-point defense. 
it is a fact and there's a number of factors involved in that but uh them as a defensive squad one they're really really mobile you know they're play five guys on the floor at all times that are super super mobile they cover a ton of ground including their starting five who's undersized but plays really aggressive and makes up for it with mobility Second thing they do is a lot of times when you kind of, they'll give you a heavy, heavy gap, really rake at the ball. Um, but when you break through that front line, a lot of times they don't stay with the ball. They'll scatter back out to shooters. Um, like a, a, a St. Mary's light type defense. Um, and and so if we can kind of get power through a gap and, and keep our dribble alive or come to two feet and make a second play, it'll build well for us. But uh, we're going to have to really work together to earn the amount of threes that we want tonight. Okay. Uh, they, they do tend to foul a bit, it seems, though. You can get to the line against these guys. Yeah, they, they are a fouling team, uh, and we're a team that doesn't draw as, as many yeah. fouls as the national average. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out. Okay. Uh, your starting group stays the same for you as it has been, is that right? Yep, staying with the same group. Trev's been, uh, you know, is, is feeling much better, so uh, we'll see how he runs, and, and we'll go with it. Uh, Depth-wise, is this the night for Dawson Baker? Yeah, so I'm hoping to uh, – I talked to Dawson today. We're, we're, we're pushing him to get in the game today to see if we can get him just on the court and get a light sweat somehow mm-hmm. um, with the idea of trying to, uh, you know, grow a, a rotational space for next week. Uh, you know, he went through almost two – full practices almost um and so he's getting really close we'll, we'll kind of see how the game develops and where we can where we can find space just to i don't want to give him rotational responsibility tonight but i would like him to get a little sweat so he's cleared for something yeah he's cleared for something um yeah. you know in, in a perfect world maybe we have a you know a few more weeks but we're gonna we're gonna give this a run okay. since the reins are off marcus adams and every other yeah. would be waiver guy what do you plan to do with marcus tonight moving forward yeah a little bit of the same feel for marcus i might save marcus for one more week um he hasn't even been through a full practice yet uh but he is much better he's he's taken massive strides here in the last couple of weeks in terms of just his ability to kind of function through practice so um uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see how it, it goes tonight. But I, I, there's a chance we save him for next week. Okay. And in the, in the long term, rotational minutes. Well, in the game usually the game usually dictates all of this. So um, we, we trust the game. The game teaches us as we go. And and um, the one thing we do is we have a bunch of guys uh, that are really committed to this team. And and um, and we're going to need every ounce of depth we have. You know, it's interesting. You look at us at the five, and there was some concern with. Foose and uh, Tiki and Ali that, that maybe there won't be enough minutes at the five. That certainly has proven to not be the case, has it? So um, depth is really important to keep teams, to, te- to keep really good teams afloat. Very good point. Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, Keys for tonight. Yeah, I just think I want to see a little bit more out of three guys. I'm going to go with three guys. Once Trevendell, obviously, he's struggled uh been, has not been particularly well health wise but I, i'd like to see multiple threes from him i want to see ali khalifa as well as he's been playing hit a couple threes in this one and then dallin hall i'd like to see him hit a couple things so multiple threes looking at double figures from those three guys if BYU can do that they'll, they'll win this game all right as we go to break we remind you to go to bigotires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated utah locations big o tires the team you trust the byu store cougar tip-off show coming up next live from provo's marriott center on the new skin byu sports network This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Happy holidays to all as we come to you live from courtside at the Marriott Center. 9-1, 18th-ranked BYU hosting 4-5 Georgia State. The Panthers playing a ranked team for the first time since last season at 19th-ranked Auburn. Panthers lost by 8 after holding a second-half lead that day. Since 2011, Georgia State is the winningest Division I program in the state of Georgia. Panthers have played in four NCAA tournaments over the last decade. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary tonight. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Jason calling an overtime win for the women this afternoon here at the Marriott Center. BYU over Idaho State in OT. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators are Seth Larson and Ethan Arkell. Our studio editor tonight is Derek Dungan. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires, and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU's last game, nice bounce back from last weekend's setback at Utah. The Cougs led all the way in dispatching Denver on Wednesday night, and it was a career night for Jackson Robinson. 28 points, including eight three-pointers on an 8-for-16 night from deep. That ties for the most BYU threes ever attempted and ties for the most threes made in a game at the Marriott Center. Also ties the BYU record for most threes made off the bench. He's one of only six players nationally to score 28 or more off the bench this season. Mark, as a sixth man, Jackson is the main man for BYU. He continues to impress me more and more because let me tell you something. Jackson Robinson wants to start. Guys want to start. That's that's just the way it is. You want to start, and especially when you know you should be starting. I mean, everyone knows he should be starting because he's probably your best player on this team. That, that's how good he's been. But he also recognizes it's not just all about him. It's about this team. This team's playing well. How they've got it set up right now is just right. You don't want to let your ego interfere with that. So he's getting plenty of minutes. He's getting starter minutes. He's getting, you know, a lots of looks. He doesn't force. It's, it's not about him. He doesn't force his shots. And when he gets 28 points, you're like, wow, how did he get 28 points? He just, in the flow of the offense, he, he takes good shots. He doesn't force things. He just does everything the right way. And when you're unselfish and you're about the team, it's funny how the success of that team then brings you even more limelight than if you were doing it all yourself. Mm. And that's what's happening for him, and people are seeing it. And the part, and the fact that he's on a really good team and playing so well, that's where he gets the attention. I just love everything about what he's done so far. The words of Mark Durant coming up after this break. We'll hear from Georgia State assistant coach Alan Payne as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show getting you set to enjoy BYU and Georgia State tonight. BYU's 9-1 start to the season. That's its best 10-game start since they opened 10-0 back in the 2010-11, Jimmer's senior year. Georgia State, meantime, 4-5, coming off a loss at Mercer 
last weekend. Panthers looking for a rebound campaign after going 10-21 last season. Head coach Jonas Hayes in his second season with the Panthers. Hayes' previous stint at Xavier saw him lead the Musketeers as an interim head coach to the 2022 NIT title. That got him the Georgia State head job. And a short time ago, I spoke with one of his assistant coaches, Alan Payne, to help us profile the Panthers. Our guys are learning to play together. We have eight new players um, on this team, you know, and that's that's just kind of the world of college basketball, college sports, period. Right. You know, especially with these new rules and all this stuff and new rulings coming out. Um, you know, but it is what it is. Again, at this point in the year, we are really, really still excited about our group, um, the things that we can we can do. We've got uh, some shooting. We've got quickness. Uh, I think we got some experience. We've got guys that have played in the NCAA tournament, uh, guys that have won games. And as it starts to come together, the sky is going to be the limit for this group. Okay, a couple of names that uh, BYU fans will be wanting to look and listen for from your team. Uh, I would definitely say Lucas Taylor. Um, he was a transfer from Wake Forest. Um, you know, and he's leading us in scoring right now. His efficiency is is not uh, as good as it's going to be. Um, and when that clicks for him, when he starts making the shots that we know he's capable of making, again, like the rest of our group, I mean, we'll take off because he's going to be that way. Uh, you got Tanari Lane, high, high-level shooter, uh, shot 40% from three last year against or, or from uh, Winthrop, another transfer that we have, an Atlanta kid. Uh, so he's feeling, his, you know, feeling at home. Um, he's comfortable now. And so um, – those two guys for sure are the ones. And then you got DeWan Odom. Obviously, he was a high-level point guard for us, uh, one of the best assist-to-turnover ratios in the country. And a guy that can get downhill, he can get into the paint. He can score it in the paint, but he's also really good at setting things up for his teammates. So um, if we can do those things, I think, you know, create some opportunities for us to get some open shots, put some pressure on the rim, getting into the lane, get fouled a little bit, go to the lane. Um, you know, try to keep this group from – I know they're one of the very best three-point shooting teams in the country. Um, if we can keep them, you know, from getting to the three-point line and just finding that rhythm – you know, kind of slow the game down a little bit. I think we got a good chance of being in this thing. And you are a good free throw shooting team, so that yeah. would benefit you certainly what you just talked about. You hit a couple of the points uh, on your scout. What impresses you about BYU to this point? Oh, the size. The size. You see it. I mean, they don't have a starter under 6'5". And so they're really, really disciplined. They're uh, they're, they're older guys. Um you know, guys, again, they, they fit the system. You know what I mean? You look at a guy like uh, Ali Ali Khalifa, um, not the fastest guy, not the most athletic guy, you know what I mean? But he is the best passing big man that we will see this year. Wow. I mean, he's like yeah. he's like Joker out there, you know what I mean? And so you can't speed him up, um, but he's the center of it all in terms of their offense. But then, again, you have veteran players around him that can really, really shoot the ball. Jackson Robinson, I mean, he's averaging 18 points a game off the bench. It's like, you know what I mean? You got They're, they're just really deep. They got a lot of different ways that they can hurt you. You just got to kind of see how, how well you can slow them down at the three-point line, contest everything. Don't give them anything easy. Slow them down in transition, try to make it a half-court game, and then you go from there. Uh, but if you let this team get out and rip and run in transition, uh, that's not going to be good for anybody. For Georgia State, for anybody else you guys are going to play, especially in this building. So Finally, uh, a trip out to Utah. How unique is it for anybody on the team or the staff and the snow-capped mountains, the whole thing? How's it been? It's incredible. It's incredible. And so a lot of our guys haven't been here. A lot of our guys are from the East Coast or from Georgia. Um, and this was their first time. I know it was the first one for me. And every time I go outside, it's like you're surrounded by these mountains. And I think it's beautiful. Like, the scenery is crazy. Yeah. I don't like that it's 25 degrees out here. <laughs> I would love to come back in the summer and see what this place is like. But this is an incredible town. Um, this facility is great. Uh, BYU, everybody here has been friendly, you know, from the hotel to people that we ate in a restaurant last night. Um, I think it's a great place. And so it's been a really good experience to come out west. And uh, we're looking forward to, to this game and being able to compete. 
All right, that is Georgia State assistant coach Alan Payne. Real pleasure chatting with him. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant joining you from courtside ahead of BYU and Georgia State tonight. There's perhaps uh, no better illustration of Noah Waterman's importance to this BYU team than the game at Utah one week ago tonight. He went scoreless, 0 for 6 from the 3, 0 for 7 from the field, only 3 rebounds, none of them on the offensive end. BYU loses the game. Uh, next game, Noah goes 20 points, career-high 14 rebounds, four offensive boards. Mark, you could argue that, that he was like like the, the missing X factor in that game at Utah. And when he's on his game this season, BYU's chances of winning that game uh, seem to go up considerably. Well, he's making everybody better, and particularly on the boards, Greg. I've seen guys from year to year get better scoring and then doing different things and taking care of the ball. I've never seen such a transformation from one year to the next in rebounding. I mean, he's a seven-footer out there last year who got the absolute minimum in rebound. I mean, it was just balls that came to him, maybe he got. And now he's getting everything. Everything is his ball, especially on the offensive boards. Really remarkable how he's transformed his mindset more than anything to go after rebounds. And and he gives BYU multiple opportunities to, to shoot those threes, and he makes everybody around him better. Really good breakdown, Mark. Final thoughts before tip-off. They're coming your way next. We'll take another break on the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds from courtside for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Here at the Marriott Center, Mark, a couple of personnel notes. Dawson Baker, sounds like he might get in the game tonight. Marcus Adams sounds like he may not get in the game till next week, but he remains a wild card for tonight. You never know how Mark Pope is feeling late in this game. And uh, Fuseni Traore, meantime, remains out dealing with his uh, hamstring injury. Yeah, this is like early Christmas time, Greg. You get to open the present of Dawson Baker, see what he's all about. I've heard such great things. And listen, if Marcus is on the bench in a uniform, You'll probably see some minutes. Just trust me on this. (laughs) Well, he was warming up for the first time, which is kind of cool to see. So this BYU team, which is still pretty deep right now, is going to get deeper at some point. How much deeper tonight remains to be seen, but stick with us and find out. Tip-off of BYU and Georgia State. It is coming right up. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.